0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the most simplest fitness, health, and entertainment podcast. This is Keep It Simple. All right. In today's episode, this is a big one. Big topic. Why? It's the summer. Everyone drinks. Everyone loves to drink whatever the heck. Coffee, martini, espresso martini, or whatever fruity drink. We all love to drink on the terrasse. It's terrass season. It's uh, white girl summer, hot girl summer, or pop boy summer. I don't know if that's the trend. I'm just going to shut up right now because I'm. It's, it's, this is extremely embarrassing just saying this, but um, we love to drink. All right. And a lot of people ask me all the time, the very first question they ask me, especially during the summer, especially now, June, Justin, do I have to stop drinking to lose weight? I talk all about this in this episode. And I give examples from, uh, my, from stories of my clients that I've trained in this, uh, with the same situation, how they did. I talk about my own personal story with alcohol and marijuana, marijuana with weed. I think it's, but, um, I talk about my wife and how. Recently I've been getting a lot of messages from people saying your wife is gorgeous. Your wife is perfect How does she do it this and that and she's been getting a lot of messages, too I don't know what it is, but um, obviously I, thank you and you're absolutely right. My wife is gorgeous My wife is perfect uh, for me uh, I talk about her kind of experience with alcohol because for those of you who, uh, who don't know a thing or two about redheads They are crazy and um especially with alcohol my wife is not an alcoholic but listen speaking of alcoholics or alcoholism um i really need to make this very clear before i give you guys before i let you guys go for you guys to listen to this episode clearly this is about alcohol and this is about i talk about alcohol i talk about drugs i talk about addiction and i need to say this right now i am not a Addiction counselor. I am not a therapist. I'm not a doctor. So, this episode may be triggering for those who are in recovery. So, I strongly advise you to bring this up with your therapist or with your sponsor um, before you listen to this episode. Yes, this is a fitness and health and entertainment podcast. And part of this podcast is talking about life's circumstances and how to handle things that life throws at us. And, um, unfortunately, as much as drinking is, can be fun, um, it could be dangerous. And because I'm talking about all this in this episode, I just strongly suggest Uh, For those who are dealing with addiction or who have overcame addiction and are still um, trying to get by. um, Just listen uh, with caution and to just talk to a sponsor or to your therapist or to a professional um, before you listen to this episode. Now, with that being said, guys, thank you very much for hanging in there. I know this introduction is a little bit longer than... Than most. Before I let you go, ladies and gentlemen, I am offering a free 90 minute Zoom call conversation where you and I sit down together and we discuss your specific personal uh, concerns regarding your health and fitness goals. So if you guys want to be a part of that, please send me an email. At keep it simple Justin, at gmail.com all in one word keep it simple, Justin, at gmail.com and we'll figure out a date and we'll get it booked and we'll talk everything and anything around your fitness and health concerns so you could achieve whatever aesthetic or health goals you would like that is it thank you guys so much for listening and uh enjoy this episode All right, guys, what's going on? Do I need to stop drinking alcohol if I want to lose weight? I'm pretty sure you guys ask yourself this all the time. I, for one, as a fitness professional, I get asked this every single summer. And I say summer because, well, this is just my experience training people. Everyone asks me uh, if I have to. If I have to stop drinking alcohol. All right. Listen. When it comes to losing weight or working for your body that you want, whatever your goals are, okay. One of the biggest struggles people have is literally this alcohol. Okay. And it's because the look, I'm not a therapist. I do not want to sound like a therapist at all. Um, so I just disclaimer I'm not a doctor, I'm not a therapist of any sort. I'm this is coming from a a personal trainer, a fitness professional, all right? It's just because the majority of us are extremely busy. We're all stressed. And, you know, and we all have shit days. So a nice cold beer or wine after the kids are in bed. I know what that is. I'm speaking for my wife in terms of her wine. She's not a beer lady. She's a wine lady. Once the kids are in bed, pop open a can you know drink a glass of wine it's just or shit if you guys are weekend warriors it you, this some some of us work for this right it's definitely well deserved okay so the short answer to this is no you don't need to drink alcohol uh, you don't need to cut alcohol out of your of your life however there are some general things to consider All right, for starters, it's to analyze your current lifestyle. Okay, so if you're an active individual, you can probably get away with drinking alcohol for sure. However, I always compare alcohol to eating. All right, because just because someone is active, it doesn't mean they can eat whatever they want and lose weight or maintain their current weight. Okay, the same goes for alcohol. Okay. Yeah, sure. You could get away with some right compared to the sedentary couch potato friends that we all have in our lives. But at the end of the day, ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, calories do matter. All right. But if you're factoring in those calories from alcohol while still staying on track with your, your nutrition and your training, of course, it is definitely possible to lose weight. With that being said, remember that the quality of your nutrition matters as well. Okay, so meaning you can be drinking you can be drinking the healthiest alcoholic drinks and even cutting back on your consumption of that. But if you're eating like a piece of shit, you're not benefiting at all from the sacrifice. Okay? So in case you didn't know, all right? Drinking leads to cravings and overeating. And although we usually crave something that might really taste good, 99% of that tasty, really good food is the worst stuff for you, unfortunately. Like, let's be real here. it's, It's very rare that you crave a salad or a plate of vegetables when you're drunk or when you've been drinking. You know what I mean? And hey, if you do... Shit, I'm definitely impressed. Oh, I I wish I had that. So, anyways, with that being said, if you can control if you can control your cravings when you drink or surround yourself with healthier alternatives, then yes, it is definitely possible to drink alcohol and lose weight if you are factoring in those calories into your daily caloric goals. All right, but. Let's 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 just be real here. Assuming that we're all going out in summer nights, you know, how realistic is that situation, especially when you're partying till three a.m. But hey, it could be done if there's a if there's a salad bar that's open twenty four seven around the block of where you're going out. Hit that, hit that up one hundred thousand percent. But um. Yeah. Look, here's a fun fact. Fun fact for you guys. I think, hold on, let me just check. Yeah. One gram of alcohol is literally seven calories. Wrote that down in my notes. So one gram of alcohol is seven calories. Protein and carbs are only four calories per gram, right? So now Let's also not ignore the extra calories that get thrown into some of these mixed drinks as well. Uh, for example, my wife is a really big fan of... it. I don't know what it is. I think it's a girl thing. It's a girl trend. I don't know. But uh, espresso martinis can be anywhere from easily 200, 300 calories. And when you have two or three of those, that can almost take up half of your day's worth of calories. No, sorry, half. No, that, that it takes a big chunk of your day's worth in uh, calories, just in those drinks alone. Look, all I'm saying is, whatever fitness and health goal that you have, guys, if it's a high priority for you to achieve the these health and fitness goals that you have and that you've always been trying to get to, but it's always it's all you you've always been living this yo-yo life kind of um, a journey with fitness and you do drink a fair amount of alcohol, look, yeah, I would definitely suggest you start cutting back on it bit by bit. And look, just like that, you took off. If you just do that, let's just go back to the uh, espresso martini, right? If you just cut one drink uh, off out of your day, you're somewhat in a caloric deficit of 200 to 300 calories. And we haven't even touched your food, okay? But if you refuse... To cut it out of your life. That's not a problem at all. Because there's other ways to work around it. Okay. And my best suggestion. Because I do train people. Like you guys. Who you know. Don't want to give up your drinking. You're not an alcoholic by any means. But you know. You like the occasional drink. Occasionally you like your. Maybe not every night. But you like a drink from time to time. And um. No, we're at the age of, like I said before, we got way too many responsibilities. We work fucking hard, you know, and sometimes a good drink is uh, just what we need. Am I going to be that trainer to tell you to stop drinking? Listen, if you're an athlete, I would definitely be talking. uh, This conversation would be definitely different. If you're an athlete or an Olympian or a bodybuilder, I don't train bodybuilders, but you know, these are the type of people that I would be I would be talking about. I would be changing the conversation about. But the average everyday person like us, no. I'm not going to be that guy. If you have a problem, that's a whole other story. But if you want to keep drinking, well, I just told you what to do. But if you want to continue doing it, try opting for... A lower, caloric, cal, a lower caloric version of whatever alcohol that you're drinking, like hard seltzers, hard seltzers, or white claws, or fuck, um, a vodka soda with lemon, or even some light beers, you know, whatever you prefer, just steer away from beverages with syrup, artificial ingredients, sugar, and that pre made fruit juice or drink mixes. And apparently, they give you the worst hangovers as well. Um, these add-ins will pack on calories Okay, and, um, just from in my personal experience, I am personally, I'm a huge rum guy. I fucking love rum, which unfortunately for me and for most rum lovers, um, it's the most sugar packed type of alcohol you can have, but, um, I'm. During the summer, I tend to I'm not that big of a drink. I'll explain that later on in the in the episode. But my go-to summer drink is uh, I actually invented this at the cottage when I was obviously not uh, sober. but I switched to a it's so all right, check this out. It's a white claw, all right, mixed with those Kirkland flavored sparkling water drinks with a lime thing like half a lime. And then I put like an ounce of vodka in there. They kind of get a little bit of like that little little strong kick. But just that right there, vodka is very low in calories, by the way. And the Kirkland flavored water is zero calories in it. And it's just I could down I have a very low tolerance on alcohol. But um if we want to look look at it from a caloric standpoint, it is a great Summer, healthy alcoholic drink, if that ever, if that even makes sense. But anyways, far less calories. And also, um, you know, reduce the number of servings. Look, if you enjoy a beverage or two every night, make it a goal to cut back on the frequency. On the frequency. And uh, if you're not ready to completely cut out alcohol, reducing your alcohol intake from 10 to 14 servings a week. All right. To five to seven a week will actually lead to a weekly caloric reduction that will really add up. Now, with what I just said, I'm going to give you talk to you about a, a story. I'm going to say a story about a client of mine. And for the sake of his privacy, like all my clients, his name is fucking Bob. I'm going to call him Bob. Bob is actually my father-in-law. My, well, I'm not talking about Bob, my father-in-law, but his name is Bob for the sake of his privacy. This guy was extremely overweight. He was like, just to give you an idea, if you can imagine this. He's six foot five, and he was just touching four hundred pounds. And he's not a he's not a professional athlete. He's not a football player. He's not an O line. He's not an offensive tackle. This motherfucker was huge, okay. But for the worst reasons, right? He had hard worker. And um, just ate like shit and drank like a fucking fish. And I was the, his only kind of personal trainer he knew. I knew him from friends of friends. And something drastic happened in his life that forced him to. The doctor basically told him, look, either you get in shape, you get healthier, or you're literally dead um, before you hit 40 years old. And he was like 33. Pretty scary shit. And so we started... um, He hired me. And this guy... Just to give you an example. To kind of really paint the picture about who I was... What kind of person I was working with. And this happens a lot. He was totally against training. And he was totally against the whole... Like he just thought it was... We're going to be eating broccoli and fucking working out like crazy. Like that was his perspective on training and i told him bob what do you want to do and he goes nothing and i'm like okay keep in mind this whole time we're having this conversation we're just we're literally walking so theoretically you are doing something and this motherfucker never walks he he had an office job and uh, so we're walking and he was talking to me. And he's like, you know, I just, uh, the doctor said, he obviously he has to lower his alcohol intake. This guy was drinking a lot. And um, I later on found out that he was drinking because he was numbing his pain. He was numbing himself from things that he experienced when he was younger. And obviously I'm not going to say what. And I didn't ask for him to say this. He just eventually just, because uh, every time we saw each other, we didn't work out. We just went for a walk. So if you think about it, it was kind of a workout, right, for him, especially for those who are extremely overweight. And eventually, he came out with uh, that that news. And I told him, "Look, if you don't want to, we don't have to stop drinking completely." And he started freaking out. He's like, "The doctor told me to 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 stop drinking right away." I said, "Look, I'm not a doctor, but." It's easy for a doctor to say that cuz the doctors always doctors always give I'm not shitting on doctors by the way just doctors always give you the safest option possible To be honest with you they don't really have time to to talk into detail about your specific situation and how to adapt to your how to how to use your specific situation and make it adaptable They don't have time They have a long list of other sick fucks them to take care of right so they just stop drinking stop doing this right it's always the safest recommendation possible so i told him i i said look bob we have to lose some weight we have to get you healthier and so right now clearly you are drink this guy drank i think was like four energy drinks like monster monster uh energy drinks for a day and he would drink uh at least he said he was like he was drinking at least five beers a day Right, and it was nothing to him. Like it was not like he was getting drunk. It was just like you know, fucking water for him. And so we ended up managing. We managed to cut that in half, and we just went for walks four days a week. And he started feeling. I started noticing how, like his energy. I felt like um. I don't want to sound like a woo woo person, but you could just feel a different type of energy when the person is uh, feeling better and there's a a positive change. And that's what I was feeling. And anyways, within the summer, he ended up losing about, I think it was like 75 pounds. And all we did was walk four days a week. And he cut, we didn't even touch his food. For the whole summer, we didn't do shit about food. He wasn't ready. But when I told him, look, you don't got to drink... You don't got to stop drinking alcohol. We could just cut it a bit. And gradually, I got him to cut it in half. And then he started cutting it less than that. And he found, you know, he he actually liked um, non-alcoholic beer. He actually really liked it. And um, so he was a big fan of that. Now, fast forward to today. He is a bodybuilder. I'm joking. He's not a bodybuilder. No, but basically, this was like six years ago. I'll be honest with you. Bob was six years ago. And from time to time, I always, I don't train him anymore. But from time to time, I always catch up with him. I catch up with a, a lot of my old clients back in the day. And he thanked me just recently um, because he ended up losing. I was with him for a good two and a half years. And he had to move after that. like you know, he, he literally moved like out of the country and not only did he lose about he was 400 something pounds he, we went down to about 2 I think it was like 240 if I'm not mistaken which is like literally a, a whole other fucking person i just reached out to him a couple uh, a week ago before i made this episode cuz i just wanted to get inspired right uh from his story and ladies and gentlemen for the sake of his privacy, I wish I could tell, I could say who he is. Not that you guys would know him, but I would love to put him on my uh, my podcast so you guys can have a face to this, to this story. He managed to keep it off. And he's now hitting 40, and he feels much, much, much better. To the point where he couldn't, he he can't stand the smell of Monster Energy drinks. By the way, he stopped drinking energy drinks, and he stopped... Uh, he drastically cut his alcohol consumption to like, he he drinks on weekends, like a couple, a couple, uh, like he doesn't get drunk. He, he's not, he's not one of, let's just say um he was blessed with a pretty big promotion in his job that kind of forced him to, well, not forced him. He looked at it, he took this as an opportunity because we were working really hard and he's like, look, I can't afford to feel like shit anymore. And he felt the benefits simply by doing the, the, by simply cutting his alcohol intake by half when I was with him. And he loved the walking. He picked up biking. He's not a cyclist. He's not one of those cyclists that bikes on the fucking streets with the fucking cars. Thank God. But he likes biking. And he got, we got the ball rolling simply by going for walks. And he hasn't been to a gym. He hasn't been to a gym. But he appreciates walking. And he felt a huge change for the better when he cut his alcohol intake. And now he's eating a lot better. He's definitely eating a lot better. He stopped eating out, and he's focusing on whole natural sourced foods. Eventually we got to that uh, we, got, we got to that conversation about food choices. And I said, "Look, keep it simple. no pun intended. Just cut your your processed food intake in half, just like what we did with our alcohol and just focus on eating whole natural whole natural sourced foods. And focus on hitting your protein. And that's what he did. And now he not only did he he lost two hundred two hundred more two hundred plus pounds, he able he's able to maintain it. And his job is pretty stressful. And he's 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 maintaining it. Hasn't felt better. No, he's never hasn't he he never felt better. And so yeah, Bob, you know who you are. You just spoke about a couple days ago. I'm extremely proud of you. Keep it up, buddy. All right, so um Now, for my personal story, I'm not a big drinker. I never was a big drinker. My wife is, no, sorry. I don't want to say my wife's a big drinker. She's not, but she's one of those ladies who um, enjoys her glass of wine, sometimes bottle of wine when she has a pretty rough day. Now, a lot of ladies, I'm going to get to me pretty soon. I just want to get to my wife because just literally last week, my tattoo artist, shout out to Nick, He reached out to me because there was uh, a couple girls that he was tattooing. Not all at once, but he was tattooing a a couple girls that day. They all came in a group of friends. And I had no idea who the fuck they were. My wife has no idea who they are either. And they were saying how perfect my wife is. And a lot of you guys have been saying how perfect my wife is. And I really appreciate it. I see it too. She's super perfect. And um, everyone keeps asking her... Like, how do you do it, Morgan? How do you get this perfect body? And obviously, Morgan's, Morgan's not a trainer. However, she's been training her whole entire life. She was an elite gymnast, and she's been working out w- with weights. Like, legit resistance training. She has a lot of muscle on her. And with muscle, like I say all the time, you could get away with a lot. Right? Because muscle is extremely calorically expensive on the body you burn a lot of calories doing nothing simply because your body's trying to keep your body's burning calories to basically feed the muscles that is that is on your body right so my wife drinks she used to drink a lot but she's calm. she's calmed it down um recently but yeah my wife drinks she has maybe a uh, she has a glass almost every weekend and um Yes, yeah, she's able to enjoy this this kind of balance where she could have a drink or five. trust me <laughs> Morgan, if you're listening to this, yeah, my wife could drink yeah my wife could probably I' would drink all of you guys, but uh, you know, redheads are psycho, so uh yeah anyways, she gets to enjoy her life and without feeling guilty, yes, yeah, sometimes. When we go to cott- uh, cottages and shit, yeah, we, we, you know, we get fucked up, you know what I mean? We we feel the the detriments uh, the next day, especially now as we're parents. But, um, yeah, my wife does drink. It's just, she's not going to tell you girls what she does because she doesn't feel comfortable. One, because it's like, even she knows, she doesn't see it from my perspective, from a fitness professional's perspective. Because it's like, if she tells the average individual who's who's coming from a uh, 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 perspective of self-hate. And she goes, yeah, I drink every week. I drink, I have a couple glasses every week. Uh, and I do this and that. You girls are going to take that and run with it. And it's like, oh my God, yes, I can finally drink. Like, no. every it, it, It's different for everybody. However, like, if you're struggling with alcohol abuse, First thing is first, you really have to seek professional help, okay? And that's all I'm going to say about that because I am not entitled to say anything else because I am not a professional in this, in the addiction industry, okay? So, I'm going to take a little left turn here and just talk about my personal experience. Um, For those who don't know, I was a professional athlete. I was an elite long jumper, was a track and field athlete, and... You know, I was totally against alcohol. I was a big drinker back when I was younger, like 14. I was that guy who would just, I was, they called me Jesse Pukes. They called me a bunch of other shit. But I was that guy who would puke every party at like 7.30 at night, pass out, wake up at midnight, and draw dicks on everyone's faces. If you don't think I'm serious, you could ask my best friend, Ian. Shout out to Ian. Shane, Phil, C-Town squad, I drew dicks on all their faces when I woke up from passing out and they passed out. I just drew dicks with permanent markers. Trust me, I was that kind of guy. But ever since I became really, ever since I found my passion in track and field and I said I wanted to be this professional, uh, I want to be this Olympian, this professional athlete, you know, you have to live, breathe, eat, sleep, act, walk, talk, like who you want to become and so alcohol was i cut out, cut it out completely cuz i just don't feel good and i'll never forget my first new year's party my annual new year's party that my one of my best friends Ian, would always throw he would have he has this huge mansion his parents did um there were crazy parties fucking people making out with everyone and shit it was sick it was awesome fuck i miss being young again great times and i'll never forget i stopped drinking i didn't drink that whole night and uh Girls actually liked it. I'm like, oh my god, you're so different. And I was like, fuck. That's really fuck. Huh. I think I I think I unlocked a whole different level in this whole pickup game. And so growing up uh, at a young age, I got really good in, in long jump at a young age. I think at like 16, I was uh, ranked like top three in Canada. And um, that's when I was traveling everywhere and shit. And, um, I took this really seriously. And as we got older, I ended up being the designated driver for my friends. You see, I'm going to get into this in a whole other episode, but one of my biggest issues when I was a, when, when I was an athlete was my priorities. Um, I always, I was so afraid that my best friends would forget about me. So I always made sure that I would go out with them on the weekends and just spend my money. And cause I, I just wanted to have fun, but mostly looking back at it, I didn't want to be forgotten. Cause I was just training and i was just living this really really different lifestyle that none of my friends understood they supported but they didn't never understood right they were going out you know college times and shit and i would be this designated driver i never drank and i would always so guys if you guys want uh this is a whole new level or and ladies there's a whole new level i unlocked because when i was going out i was that obviously look i'm not fucking ugly but when i was, when I was single. And I was drinking what looked like a vodka soda. Was literally just water with lime, with a lot of ice. Uh, girls would come up to me. Well, I would go up to them. Girls would come up to me, and we would be drink. We would be quote unquote drinking. And they would be like, "Oh, you're drunk!" Like obviously, we. I would go back to their place because I I was still living in my parents' house, and you know, or I would we would, yeah, fuck man, I would go back to their place and be like, oh. We're drunk. You're drunk. The girl wasn't drunk. But, like, you know, she was a little tipsy, whatever. This happened a lot. And I'm like, take a drink from my glass. And as soon as she tasted the water, she was like, you don't drink? And I was like, no, I'm an athlete. (laughs) This is when they opened up the door. I was like, no, I'm training for the 2012 Olympics. And then my drunk-ass friends would get involved. Touch his abs. Touch his abs. He's the real deal. But anyways, all that to say... Uh, you better believe I'm gonna be talking about this with Landon for sure. But alcohol never really—I never really liked it. However, what I can relate to is marijuana. Um, I love weed. I'm not a big pothead, but um, I used to sell it. Uh, I'll never forget the first time I smoked weed. I was 14. Mom, if you're listening, sorry. Um. I have ADHD, legit. I, I, I'm not saying this as an excuse. I legit have ADHD like I was a fucking wreck. In case you guys didn't notice in all my episodes how I go all over the place. Uh, I have ADHD. And so it was really hard for me to calm down. And I'm impulsive and shit like that. I'll never forget the first time I smoked weed. Everything just slowed down. But I wasn't one of those like potheads where I was like, Ehh. like I was literally in the zone. Sometimes I would get really fucking high. Don't get me wrong, but I fell in love with it, and I'll never forget when I was training for the Olympics. I was debating, like, just like this this episode right now. I'm talking to you guys. Like, do you, the question you always ask yourselves: Do I gotta cut out alcohol if I want to lose weight and all that stuff? And the answer is obvious, the short answer is no. I asked that same question, but for marijuana, and I was like, fuck, like. Because when I would smoke weed, I would get the motherfucking munchies, bro. God damn, like there's no tomorrow. And I was training six sets uh, every single day, twice a day. And um, I would always eat like pure shit when I would get high. That was the only thing I hated about weed. But then I found this hack. And it was to, if you know you're going to be smoking weed... All right. Sometimes it would happen sporadically. That's the thing I love about marijuana. You could wear weed. Uh, you could just say hey, anyone got a joint, whatever. We just smoke, whatever. Have a little private sesh. I call it sesh. You want a sesh? That's what we call it. We don't really say smoke weed. I sound so fucking old right now, but we call it sesh. Me and the guys call it sesh. Um, but when there is nights where you do smoke weed, like I, for example, when I would go out with my friends and be a designated driver. I just said designated driver, but yeah, I was—I'm a, a really good driver. Hi, by the way, obviously, guys don't do this, and girls don't do that. But I would always eat a very high protein quantity meal. Why? Because protein fills you the fuck up. Very low in calorie, and it was perfect for my situation, or f- perfect for anybody who's trying to lose weight and who's working out. Protein is the best and most effective macronutrient that we all need to be consuming and I explained that in my in my in a lot of my episodes now and it was a hack and when I would smoke first off when I smoked before uh, after feeding myself I number one I wasn't I wasn't hungry at all and I was actually more present and less high depending on um the type of strain um but yeah, so that's that's it when it comes to... So alcohol, I don't really have that much of an issue. Weed either, but the only reason why I'm talking about weed is because I... Kind of the same thing with alcohol. It's just, you know, I like smoking weed. Just how you guys like smoking uh, sm- smoking alcohol, drinking alcohol. So, um, yeah. Um, with that being said, episode is not done. A lot of people have been asking me about how I've been doing with this whole transitioning from Costco to uh, becoming a full-time trainer. um so I figured in my episodes uh it's we're now June so there's June, July, August September, October, November there's six well, I have six months left. I'm leaving Costco in December so I got we're at the halfway mark um guys, I'll give you guys a little bit of an update. I'm extremely proud of myself. And I'll tell you why. My son's sleeping right now. I'm just glancing over. um, Just in case he wakes up. I don't think. What time is it? I don't think he's going to wake up for another 30 minutes. I'm extremely proud of myself. Because. There's so much I want to say about this. It's because. Because. I've been so used, I've been mean, working at Costco for 15 years and I've been so used to comfort. Same pay, same thing every day. And, you know, weekends off, all that stuff. And I loved it. My, By the way, what I just said, I literally just got this three years ago. The only, I, I never had weekends off when I was working in fucking Ross Art. Um, I tried going full-time trainer Uh, Back when I retired in uh, 2016 from my sport. And I went guns blazing. Keep in mind, for those who don't know me. I don't really think. uh, I don't really think when I do something. There's pros and cons to that. But when I retired in 2016 track, I was still working at Costco. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do this personal training thing. And I, I always... I thought I, I thought I was gonna be this big dog fucking trainer. I got all these followers on Instagram, and uh, not that I'm an influencer, like no, none of that It's just like I'm gonna just post a bunch of cool fucking workouts and I'm just gonna train people, beat the shit out of themselves, and then get out, get my money and all that stuff. And I did it for a while. I rented out a space and say on stash out to the machetes for uh, trusting me. And I worked out of them, I uh, worked out of there and i i had to pay rent and i was undercharging myself like i had no idea about how to use my money and how to how to manage my money and i had no idea about burnout I had, I never took into consideration everything else that was going, that was happening in my life, which was, you know, I literally just quit my dream, just becoming an Olympian. I met my girlfriend who's now my wife. A lot of things was happening in my life back in the day. And I never considered that. And eventually caught up to me. This is why I'm talking about it. It it all caught up to me and it was like a screeching halt. And then I ended up working like 80 hours. Um, clients were quitting on me. I'll be really honest with you. Clients were quitting on me because I wasn't reliable. I was, I was, I wasn't really in the right headspace. And now here I am. This was in 2016. Um, now here I am as a father. (laughs) And, um, I'm about to leave comfort, stability. I'm about to leave all of that. And a lot of people back then, when I just thinking about just saying this out loud back then, I would be like, fuck that. Especially after COVID bro. After COVID, all these personal trainers are fucking losing their jobs and shit. I was like, yo, I'm good. Where I'm at at Costco. I was, you know, I was, I was making more money than ever working at Costco. I was just working 12 hour days. It's just, I'm not fucking happy. I'm not fucking happy. I'm happy in every other part of my life. I'm extremely blessed. I got a smoking hot wife who's perfect. And uh, I got a beautiful kid. Healthy kid. Everyone's healthy. I got a roof over my head. I got nothing to complain about. I'm not complaining. But just that. I have no reason to leave. You would think I have no reason to leave Costco. And, but like I said in my, my episode, my very first episode of this year, I, the title is I Gotta Get Something Off My Chest. As soon as Landon was born, because you would you would assume, right? When you have a kid, your life is over. I don't believe in that. Your life, literally, your old life left, your new life has just begun. And you better fucking believe, as soon as my son was born, and I'm pretty sure a lot of parents would know this, Or or would feel this. As soon as my son was born. I was like. Yeah. I'm definitely not happy. Like I definitely got to make a change. I don't want to be that hypocrite father. To my son telling him to chase his dreams. When I never fucking tried. And so here I am. In the process of building this business. And I'm not going to go into details. About my. What I'm doing with my business. But believe me this is. And I hate. I don't want to say that. As much as I don't want to say this, because everyone says this, I am literally, I'm getting fucking goosebumps here. I'm literally building something that none of you guys have ever been a part of. And I'm at my six month mark. I made a lot of, I made a lot a lot, a lot of changes. And most notably for me is my my mindset. And so one thing I can can relate to uh, my mindset and my fitness is um, Alex Hermosi said this. I'm listening to Alex Hermosi. Alex Hermosi said this in a podcast and it really touched me. There's certain things that people say, um, that just you'll never forget for the rest of your life. And Alex Hormoz, if you guys know Alex Hormoz, he's uh, it's he's blowing up the internet with all these business tips and all that stuff, and he's a fucking guru. Business is a lot about is a lot has to do a lot with fitness if you think of it like that. Because it, for example, like just a like just to put it in perspective, imagine you know your you your own existence. Imagine that you are a business, right? And so imagine you're trying to work out. You're trying to start this fitness journey. But life of an entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur, you have to start with whatever the hell you have. Okay, so example. If you are starting because you want to prove your parents wrong, if you want to start this business cuz you want to prove your parents wrong or you're fucking mad at the world because whatever you got sexually abused or um you're 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 sad because everyone told you that you can't do it start with that start with that I know it's 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 really hard to, it hit me because yeah, I'll be honest with you. Within these six months, I would say maybe once a week, I would always get these self-doubts. And I always say, you know what, Justin? You fucking tried doing this. Because when it comes to the fitness aspect, I know what the fuck I'm doing. I, like I have a podcast, right? But when it comes to building a business, I have no idea what I'm fucking doing. That's why I dedicated a year to really plan everything out. And we're six months in. And it goes... And... We're, yeah, we're six months in. And yeah, every once a week I have these doubts and I tell myself, like, what the fuck are you doing, Justin? And, you know, some days it's like, fuck this. Like, what, why am I doing this? But it's because I'm not happy. And literally, that is my, that is what fuels my engine. I'm not happy. You see, when I talk about fitness and when I talk about, when someone asks me help with whatever the heck they're dealing with, fitness and health wise, I go off on a tangent. I, I, I'm literally offering a, ni- a free 90 minute conversation on Zoom for you guys to take advantage of so we could discuss this. this is how much I fucking love fitness and I love helping people. This shit sets me on fire. Just like Alex Hermosi said, start with whatever you got, whatever feeling that you have start with that. And I started with the fact that I'm not happy and I took initiative and I've been asking people, I've been talking to people and fuck man, I got a lot of gas in this engine and I'm not stopping anytime soon. So, um, yeah, that's, that's about my, that's my life right now. Um, so guys, please stay tuned. I have a lot more to, uh, I, I've, I have a lot of good news. I have a lot of big moves that I've, I'm in the process of making and I'm still keeping my deadline out in December don't get for 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 financial reasons and all that stuff cuz I'm going to get a really big payout but um yeah I'm just slowly slowly chipping it away and this is the same thing with what I what I provide in my what I tell you guys about fitness right like all you guys when it comes to your fitness you guys hit the ground running and then you hit a fucking brick wall right and I'm just I tell you guys all the time you know just keep it simple slow and steady wins the race as cheesy as that fucking sounds and I have literally 40 More than 40 episodes that that talks about this. You know, you want to keep the changes. Right? You want to make the change. You want to start by making the change. But you also want to maintain these changes for the rest of your life. I don't want to hit no wall. Well, I I might hit a couple walls. But these walls are going to be, like, they're not going to be made out of brick. You know what I mean? I'll I'll be able to, you know, sound like a fucking douchebag right now. I'm going to huff and puff and blow it all down. You know what I mean? But... It's taken me a year to kind of build my uh, my brain so I could be unfuckable, you know what I'm saying? So, um another left turn, guys. I'm actually gonna be including some questions in my episodes now because uh, I've been getting a lot of questions recently, and I just never got the time to to uh, answer them. I answer them. I answered to these specific individuals, but I feel like I could ask, I can answer these questions and for all of you guys to hear. So the first question is from uh dot Danielle. She is a uh, founder. Well, she's on Instagram, and she says, um, she's a mother of three, she's 36 years old, and wondering how to start working out again. She's I'm feeling overwhelmed. All right, Danielle. Check a bain solo. All right. So already three kids your life is hella stressed your life is hella stressful right pros and cons to having kids of course but on a scale from one to ten seeing i'm a dad of one kid my life is already stressful enough as it is i think about way too many things and i i barely think about myself right it's very hard to kind of oh You got to put yourself first. It's very hard and I have to remind myself of things. I can't imagine what it's like to have three. So shout out to you, girl. And the fact that you're actually messaging me, um, I'm really, really like good for you. How to start working out again. Now, this is, I actually just posted uh, an episode about, um, do I. it's called, do I have to do cardio to lose weight? In the cardio episode, I talk about steady state cardio. Okay. Now. In terms of the whole overwhelming thing, yeah. The social media thing when it comes to uh, fitness is extremely overwhelming. What to do, where to start. First things first, Danielle. what you have to do is not much. Okay? Because the one thing that is given to us, guaranteed, whether you're a mother of fucking 50, okay, is we walk. Assuming that you're... Not in a wheelchair, right? I I, I don't have you. I don't follow you on Instagram. I don't know. But assuming that you're not a fucking paraplegic. Even if you are, you can use your arms. But basically what what I'm trying to say is we move. Okay. Now, and the reason why I'm saying this is because even if Danielle, and for all mothers and fathers or anyone who's just really fucking stressed with work and all that stuff and has no time to work out and overwhelmed, Even if you had a magic genie, and you wished for the perfect schedule to work out, and bam, they gave you three days a week, which is literally all you need is no more than three days a week, to be honest with you, for the average individual. I'll talk about that in another episode. Even if you had those three days a week, ask yourself, what are the chances that you won't be able to make it one out of those three days, or one out of those... One out of those three days, two out of those three days. Chances are very high that you're going to miss that. Right. So, this is a question of consistency. Mind you, just two is already great. But, and look, you know, someone could die. Um, You could lose your job. Like, life doesn't give a shit. Doesn't give a shit. So, they could just say, oh, great. You're doing, you're working out well. Fuck it. I'm gonna do something that just fucks your schedule up. What most people do is they throw away what they throw away the only thing that helps them that helps them first off remain sane and it gives them that hour for themselves. And that is their fitness. So Danielle, where I'm going through what I'm going, where I'm going at is you have to focus on what you can control right now. And what you can't control right now is guaranteed. 24 hours a day. And I'm not even going to talk about eating. I'm talking about how many steps you make in a day. All right. Now I'm assuming for a mother, I don't know what kind of job you have. I'm already with a mother. You're running around a lot. Okay. I suggest you start considering that and just literally start with that. The reason why you feel overwhelmed is because there's so many people in your ear telling you what to do, what they did. And I lost this stop listening to everybody else and focus on your current situation. And I'm assuming I've trained a lot of mothers and I ask these mothers, every, even dads, I ask them all of my very first question. I ask them, how much time do you have for yourself? And they always say, I don't. But you do. It may not be an hour. It may not be an hour a day. But it could probably, probably be... Fuck, five minutes a day? And you could just practice how to just be present. That works miracles. Miracles. Because it lowers your stress. Shit. Go for a walk. Just focus on trying to up your steady state cardio. And I know this is the most boring piece of advice... The most boring piece of advice I could give you. But that is the biggest, that is my go to answer I give for everybody, especially parents. And let's just say if you do have a gym membership and you do work out and you know you have one day a week that you could work out, fantastic. Moms, stop doing. If you want to do your cardio thing, you do your cardio thing for sure, but you need to try and really prioritize resistance training. You really need to try and prioritize really focusing on compound exercises. So, to to get rid of this whole overwhelming aspect, Daniel, if you want Practice simply nothing else but how to do a squat. And that is a perfect representation of what we do every single day, but we do horribly. Because you pick your kids up and you bend down and pick something up, but we do it horribly wrong. You have back aches, whatever. And by the way, squats is by far the biggest muscle building exercise you could do for yourself. And if you just stick to that one exercise, you go to the gym, you do your warm up, you do your whole little routine and you just practice, practice the movement of squatting. And I'm going to dedicate a whole episode about how to really squat and what to do, like a starter kit for how to really get to a squat because it's very hard to do. Just stick to just focus on squatting. All right. So if you want, go on YouTube. And just write in squatting for beginners, right? And um, so that's my answer. So to summarize, daniel, focus on one thing and one thing only. If you don't have access to a gym or if you can't do, if you don't want to work out, that's okay for now. Just focus on what you can do to up your steps, all right? If you don't have a gym membership, you don't want to work out, that's perfectly fine. Up your steps. In, in terms of nutrition, I made an episode about um, the biggest fat loss hack that you could... Uh, I even forget my titles, but it's the biggest fat loss hack. And that is, I talk about it in my episode. It is really try and hit your protein intake. So whatever your weight is, calculate your weight by 0.7. Okay? And whatever answer that is, so let's say you're like 130 pounds, 130 pounds. I'm gonna do the 130 times 0.7. That is 91 grams of protein that you should be hitting a day. Okay, if you just try and focus on those two things, up your up your your step count, which I explain a lot in my latest episode, up your step count. Focus on hitting 0.7 grams per pound of body weight and protein for starters. And you're going to see that you're going to be losing weight gradually. All right. And uh, who knows from my experience dealing with, with mothers, just with those two things right there and that just with those two tips I just gave all of my mothers and fathers that I've trained. Okay. They are. Always, always, always up their intensity and ended up finding a full hour to dedicate to themselves at the gym or what other fitness activity that they ended up uh, liking for themselves. So, yeah. So, um, that's it, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed. Wow, perfect. My son just woke up. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Look, listen, as I say all the time. Go on my podcast on Spotify, Apple, whatever. Give it a five star rating. Leave a comment if you can. Actually, fucking not. If you can just do it. All right. The more five star uh, ratings and comments you leave, the more apparent it'll become on the search bar and on sp- or whatever platform you're listening to. And also, um, if you feel or if you know someone who needs to hear this. Please send this to them personally. Post this on your social media platforms. Please tag me and it will be greatly appreciated so I I could share it. And also, guys, um, don't forget to keep it simple. I really, really, really do appreciate you guys listening to this. And um, until next time.